Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Not just talk radio. Yay, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. In America. I feel in like America. we should have hand claps yeah. or something when, after you say good morning, LaTanya. We need like a hand really? clap thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we should have some claps. Well, listen, we there's so in. much to, to clap about this week. Um, yeah. As you know, we have Allison Williams this week, and she's going to be calling in and be a part of our a round table and I, I just can't I'm just really excited to get into her but uh-huh. Tina is in New Jersey and Tony is sound somewhere in the south in the warmer weather and Jewel just got back from Dubai and I'm in the south this is real people <laughs> <laughs> it's global and I'm in the most I'm in the most attractive place New Jersey New Jersey <laughs> Knew where the Vikings landed and the Brits kicked y'all butt and you took yeah, a landfill. <laughs> high taxes. <laughs> um, some things that's in the news. You know what I found exciting? Did you guys read? I, I, I'd have to verify this kind of this. But in California, they took down Christopher Columbus statues. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah, kidding. I, oh, I but good for them. I saw Christopher Hanging from this guy to let the global world know Christopher Columbus was in American history given the credit for discovering America and for many, 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 many years. We said, well, how do you discover a place already occupied? Yeah. And so this week's celebration holiday, Thanksgiving in the United States is supposed to be for that particular. So anyhow, America is changing a little, a little, 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 little at a time. I thought that was wow. I thought, you know what else was wow? Did anybody pay attention to the fact the stock market lost all of its gains for the, the whole, whole year? The whole year, yes. Was yes. wiped away? Absolutely. Honey, y'all better get ready for a recession. I'm sorry, but economically it has to happen. Every 12 to 15 years is basic yeah. science. Yep, you've been saying it, Latanya. You've been saying it for a while now. Well, <laughs> you know, President Obama pulled us out of it, and then he was there for eight years, and now Donald Trump's there for two. So it's really, it's the cycle of a, of, of a dive and a peak, dive and a peak. But, you know, when the global world shifts, we all are affected. So, but you know, people, it's a holiday season. Put a little money away. Don't go too far over dead. Just saying. I'm just saying. At least, you know, you know your power. How do you feel about how do you feel about Christmas shopping? I don't know if I am, you know, I feel the way I feel uh, because I don't have kids, but I really feel like we overdo it on, on Christmas shopping and then we're in debt in January and, you know, we don't look back at how much shopping we did during the Christmas holiday. And I think what did it for me was I had a gift for my cousin's kids uh, Christmas. It was. I was there for Christmas dinner. By the time dinner was over, they had already broken up what I gave them, and so <laughs> just had this thing about Christmas shopping. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Well, you know, it, I, I don't want to do it. I really don't do it. 
anymore. I mean, but Tina, Tony, and Tanya, none of us have children. Oh, Jewel is the one that have children and grandkids. So for me, Christmas is personal shopping. I'm I have kids. Mm-hmm. Don't exclude me. I have kids. Oh, oh yeah. Well, just for well, over yeah. 40 years. My stepchildren have right. been with me since they were four and five, and now they're in their 40s. So we are, right. I, we very much are a family. Do you still I, 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 I Every now and then, yes, I do give them a gift. <laughs> But it's not like it's not like it's not like traditional Christmas where you guys are sort of store hiding presents and no, August. I didn't. Not, we don't right. do that anymore. But um, I mean, forever we did. And okay. same thing with my my godchildren who are in their twenties. I still gift them on Christmas. Well, you know, it's so interesting. I thought somebody, I thought the nation would be doing something like cut back on your gift shoppings and try to send it to California because we literally are in the midst of the largest forest. I mean, the largest fire in the history of America. I mean, it has wiped away over a million acres. We, they still, you know, they're still looking for what seven hundred people. Mm. It's, it's, it's over a thousand you know, people on the missing list right now. Yeah, over a thousand. It's kind of diminishing because they're finding that those who are on the on on the missing list um, are okay. So that's a that's a positive. That's thing. a good thing. But then yeah. those that aren't, I mean, how uh, bodies are completely burned and they're yeah, I mean, so no recognition. So much work. Yeah, we send them so that's much so love, sad. so yeah. much love, so much love. You know, I, I expect entertainers to probably be doing some fundraising over the next couple of months yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. there's a yeah, lot I of entertainers that, who, who lost their own homes fast too. Enough, you know. Yeah, you have right. people who lost a fire. But we talked a little bit about fires, fires last week, but didn't have an opportunity to mention that a couple of years ago, Tina and I were visiting oh a friend God. up in Lake Howard, California, <laughs> and oh a fire was moving up the mountain while we were there, and the friend that we went to visit had to go out of town. So, you know, he was with us for a few days, but he left the night before, and when we woke up and we went to town and we were shopping around and I said to My Tina, God. Tina, the why smoke. are the locals acting funny? Everybody's whispering up here. <laughs> oh, y'all going to stop. And y'all going to stop. That's when we found it out was a scary. fire was moving up the mountain. It was very, very scary. I said, Tina, let's get out of here. Let's go pack up and leave because yeah. I only know was, one way It was down really scary. And only the two of you because let me tell you, <laughs> was, I'd have woke up at 3 o'clock. I'd have smelled some fumes or smoke. No, you smelled it. The Santa Ana winds. I mean, it was just, I was like, what? Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts, where my this? Girl Scouts? I'm used to snow. I don't get into all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? so we oh were actually God. driving down. <laughs> and we were on this winding the mountain. fire going up the mountain. Yeah, Tony was, she was driving like a, she was in an Alfred Hitchcock movie. You know, it was yeah. just crazy. Oh. Right, we had to follow <laughs> the locals, you know, who were coming down out of the mountain. But also, which was really sad, is when we did get out of the mountains, we found a motel and we ended up being able to get a room at this particular motel. But the, it was also a motel that was housing people whose homes had burnt up. So we're in there with people who are experiencing a major tragedy in their lives, and we're all in the same hotel with them. So, you know, it was I'm really gl- I'm sad. Glad you guys, um, I'm glad you guys yeah. made it out safe. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey did, you, mm. did you guys hear about Wakanda? Um, the movie Wakanda actually hit the plateau of being the highest of any movie of all times in its category. Do you mean Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther. Uh, you know I abbreviate. I'm sorry, uh, listening audience, a- but... 
Die I'm still, hard, I, yeah, I'm still walking around. Comic fan, so let's not get it twisted. I, I, and, I you know, it, it'll be interesting because the uh, the gentleman that actually wrote that passed just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Stan Lee. Um, and so that was something on an encouraging note um, out there in the press. I could say a couple of things about what's happening in politics, but I'm not. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to, but it was a really weird. Week I have a, here. I have, I have. Well, good for some, maybe not good for a certain person. But what's that? You know, what's that? What's that? <sighs> Robert De Niro's back on the market. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, stop playing. No, d- I'm d- not playing. One, I think. <laughs> Jewel. I know Jewel. Because you know Jewel like white boys. Listen, I could I could learn to like them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't I just meet your boyfriend? Oh, I'm just hey, saying, I'm hey, not calling hey, you out. I'm not hey, calling you out. I'm not hey. calling you out. <laughs> I have always had a fond affection for Mr. Dick Darrell. <laughs> and we have mutual friends. Well, I'm I um, you know, I wanted to um I, I was thinking about what's happening now, and, and we're at that funny kind of age, and it's that time of the year. So, you know, what are you thankful for? You know, we just have to remember, it's so funny, I was reading an article, and it was saying that Denzel Washington and Oprah Winfrey, they wake up the same way, the same way every morning. They said, as they open their eyes, the first thing they say is, thank you. Mm-hmm. Me you too. Know, I, I do that. Do you? Every I do. single day of my life. My eyes open and I praise God. That is how I start my day. You know, I used to, it used to be very authentic and automatic for me. What I find myself, and tell me if you're doing it, what I find myself at 54, I'm just going to throw my age out there because I'm the youngest on the, on the radio. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) At the table. Shade. Shade. And a lie, and a lie. Uh, mm. I go backhanded. Mm. Jill, we know you're the baby girl. We know. <laughs> right, <worry>. right, right. <laughs> I find myself, and because and, this is family time in the year, I find myself completely distracted because of my family. I'm just going to go there. Um, but, you know, I work, as you all know, we all work. That's really cool because all four of us ladies, we work at a certain momentum. We're entrepreneurs, Right. And mm-hmm. and we are just beast at the work, which is very common. But you know, I have a a family that have completely annoyed me <laughs> at the highest mark in life. Constantly said, "No, just relax. Don't work. You work too much. You work too much." And I find mm-hmm. myself going to sleep. It's so distracting that I am trying to figure out a solution of how to sort of push. The doubters and uh, I, I mean, you know, you love your family, but you're just like, hey, guys, we're all different. We're put here for different reasons. My momentum is different than yours. It should be. And so that's what anybody have any suggestions for me? How do you? you know, I moved back- to China. I don't know if you want to do that, but <laughs> it worked for me. No, <laughs> no I, I listen. Life, I knew life- real answer why she moved to China. I've been like, why you to China for three weeks now? What are you doing there? Life <laughs> happens. There was never a promise that everything was going to be wonderful in our lives, family included, okay? Nothing's exempted. So some of us may have financial issues. Some of us may have health issues. Some of us may have relationship issues. You know, some of us just have suffered from depression. There's just so many caveats and obstacles that come into our life, yet... When you wake up, first of all, you have 
been granted and blessed with a new day. When you open your eyes and you're laying in the bed, you didn't just get that bed and that roof over your yeah, head. You, know, you were why, blessed with it. You have to be I'm grateful is, for all why, things. But this is why all I'm careful. No matter what, there is no but. But come back. Period. Yeah, no, it is a but. No, no, Tina, for, in your life. Tina, Tina, stop. There <laughs> is a but because I have, see, I'm that person that's going to respect everyone's beliefs. So there are people out there that don't believe in a God and I respect them because that is actually their belief. So I, I'm not too hard on folks in that space because I have to, re- I, I just meet people where they are. But I do think about, we have to find ways that we coexist. But I think one of the ways to do that is just really respect people where they are and understand we were Absolutely. put here we were put here to do diff- different things at different momentums. And, and when you're constantly spitting that out, because I know when I teach adults, and Jill, you've been here. We've been in Canada. We've taught. We've been in Savannah, Georgia. You've been in all these workshops. We've been in together. And that's one of the biggest issues people have is how do they get, how do they work around this exhaustion of the people closest to them um, there's a space. You got to work real hard. And I know around holiday time, families are together and sometimes it's really exciting. And it's also one of the times of the year where people get really depressed. But I have to, you know, you got to have to hold, I guess, bottom line, you got to hold I your mean, own. I mean, I don't, whatever your beliefs are, that's, I don't have an issue with that. My thing is, I just don't permit negativity in my life, period. Shut up, you I just don't, <laughs> but I don't, and that, and I, I have no relationship whatsoever with my siblings, and I don't, and I sleep extremely well, okay. and I'm, well, and I'm grateful for everything, but they bring sadness and unhappiness, they bring unhappiness, <laughs> they bring you drama, know, here's and well, here's I, the I can't, here's and the I can't, I can't live that uh, kind of life. I've been reading a book about changing habits. I think we had talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And it's been such a great book. And so what I'm trying to do is change habits. And so at night I write down things and and then in the morning I write a couple of more lines down, sort of keep me in a really calm state so I don't wait and then something is said that really you can't take back. And I'm just very my script is the same. My script is the same saying I'm different than you. I'm, this is my authentic self. I need you to celebrate it with me. Um, if you are going to be in a relationship with me, if not, we're going to only have conversations that, you know, and, and so that's what I've been doing. It's um, It feels like a broken record, but that's the conversation. I just keep repeating it. I just keep repeating it and saying people, those, that's not a conversation I'm going to have because, you know, if you're at a dinner table with 20 people and everybody's talking about their religion or politics, it gets really sticky. So I just try to I say, never look, discuss politics or um, religion at a in in, in in situations like that. Yeah. And a lot of people I, do I, though. I and myself so in the conversation. For, for those that do, you know, you just try to find a common ground mm-hmm. where for try to find a common ground um and and then chant really positive things inside your brain. But I I figured it out, you know, it's uh, Wayne Dyer used to say something. He would say the reason why God gave us friends, it was to forgive our families. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we choose our friends, we get our families. And, and for, for whatever reason, in the end, the concept is, is that, as the Native, Native Americans say, every generation should get better. And I, I try to share that with my family saying, you know, we're supposed to be better. 
That's what we're working toward. We're not trying to be like our grandparents. I'm not trying to be like my parents. I'm trying to say, let's get better. You know, Jewel, you write about that a little bit in your first book. You know, when I was reading your book, you were talking about that space, right? Well, absolutely. And I think for me, what's worked, and I joke about leaving and all of that and being 7,000 miles away, but I think it started before I left. And, and for me, what works is removing expectations. And I think once I stopped um, expecting people to behave a certain way or to be what I thought they should be or and all of that, I became so much happier um, and just allow people to be who they were, where they were. Um, that and, is it. That's it. That's you it. know, and to let go of, <laughs> you know, what I thought my father was supposed to do. You know, as much as I love my dad, he was the best father he knew how to be. And before he died, I had all these things in my head and all these things I'd written that I wanted to say and shit, you know, and get off my chest. And I realized as he was dying that it would not have done him any good because there was nothing he could possibly do. And it may have made me feel better for one moment to let it go, but then it would not have done any good, <laughs> you know, and I didn't feel like I was being a martyr by holding on to that. I just thought right. I was being able to finally free myself of any expectation that he should have been better than what he could have been, you know, and that everything that he did or didn't do led me to be the woman that I am. And I, I'm, I'm kind of happy about who I am as I continue to grow and learn and share and, and let go of things. So, yeah, you know, it's so funny that you say that because, you know, I knew I called him. I called Jewel Daddy Uncle Johnny and Jewel. My mother would always say about Jewel's mother. She said my mother would say Jewel loved her. Jewel mother loved her so much. I would hope I could love my children as much as Jewel mother loved her. <laughs> and I, I never, at first I tried to wrap my head around it. Like, huh? I, on a scale of one to 10, where are we? But <laughs> like, really? And so, but you know what Uncle Johnny did? Uncle Johnny came here on this planet to be a showman and a showman mm. he was. Mm. And then you have that balance. And so you have the best of both. But you know, they always say, you know, there's a saying to say, you can become who your parents are, or you can become the gap they aren't and snap and change the next generation, right? Yeah. And, I, I, and Jewel, you absolutely did that with the affection and the, I mean, I had never met a parent that listened to their children as well as you did. Whenever I would visit you, I was in awe. Even though your kids, you know, I'm scared of the daughter. Uh, <laughs> Leave my baby alone. <laughs> I'm not. I'm telling. I was like, something. Is she a genius? I, I was. She is. She a genius? But you know, I, I Johnny just, Carter's granddaughter. She got it Johnny out. Johnny But I think the sweet spot is, you know, because I come from a family that have um, um, religious religious beliefs are so different. Is how do you show up? not make people feel uncomfortable and celebrate everyone's authentic self. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause you know, I'm, I'm big on, I get real touchy when you try to force your belief on me because right. that's my sensitive spot. Right. If that's what you believe, fine. Actually, I don't care. Believe whatever you want, but don't force it on me. Like that's the dictatorship for all of us. That's just who you are. And that's why I meet people where they are in their faith and I respect them where they are. I don't, you know, there's no wrong or right to me. So that is, uh, 
that's a that's the big sweet spot for the um oh lord for the season i would say but you know what i i always try now to make a conscious effort to remember that it takes all kinds of people to make the world go round Yes. And everybody's not going to believe the same thing I believe or approach it the same way I would approach it. And I have to remember that there are other people in the world besides myself. And I can't um, have that expectation of them. But so. do you think, I mean, Tony, you always did that very well. When we worked together, you just, there was never, I mean, you were just, you're always, you were always just non-confrontational very you know it was the reason when i called and said tony would you like to join the show i was you were like why for the most part you didn't say it like that we call tony she won't fight me on air (laughs) right no i was like because she's she's such a sound board and um i don't know because it's two in your family there's just just two of you i don't know if it's because of dynamics because i come from such a large family no, it's not. not that. I think it's just that I have um, been in, in instances where there was somebody who I thought wasn't going to be valuable to the situation, wasn't going to be valuable to me, wasn't bringing, you know, wasn't going to bring any value or bring anything to the table. And I'm just using those words in a very broad sense. And then that person shows up and saves me on the mm, worst okay. day of my life. The person who I thought I could do without. The person okay. who I thought could be disregarded showed did, up you, and rescued me. And showed up and rescued and you. that's the lesson, you know? Everybody we, has we, value. Yeah, that's true. They and, and, and that difference, there's a way to celebrate. It's intense, though, because I'm in the South, and so my work ethics, they're looking at me like, why don't you just sit on the wraparound porch mm-hmm. and swing your, your legs a little bit? And I'm saying, I think that's the problem, <laughs> That is the issue. But, but you, you got to do both. You you got to work hard and you got to sit on the front porch and wave at cars when they drive by. Oh lord! And do horses. Both. Don't forget the horses. Mm-hmm. The horses be yeah, you gotta do galloping. Both. <laughs> I think we're going to be going to break in a in a few, right? I think yeah. is that a thirty second? Yeah, um, that came ready? about thirty seconds ago. <laughs> okay, so we hope. Where is Allison Williams? Let's, let's hope she chimes in. If not, let's. Ta- let, I think that talking about relationships is a good thing. All righty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening. Not just talk radio. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, not just talk radio around the world. Well, you know, our guest is online, but I want to, I want to, I'm trying to pull all the words together to introduce um, this particular artist, um, because there are artists out there that can do one or two things, and then there are artists that shatters um, the, the, the plateau for talent, and um, my relationship um goes back to, to Allison Williams probably 25, 30 years ago when she opened for my dad and my father. I have to tell you, such a stickler, he, and I've said who he is, such a stickler about talent. And I'll never forget, he said, that gal can sing. And um, for all the people that's listening around the world, if you have not seen Allison Williams perform, and she performs all over the planet you make sure you and your family um, get an opportunity to uh, witness this song artist, this entrepreneur, philanthropist, and little, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm stuttering mm-hmm. here, um, the radio show host. And I have to tell you, if you um, Google Maya Angelou's, um, um, Google Maya Angelou and Alice Williams. She's been mentored by uh, Maya. Um, she knows, you know, she knew Ozzy Davis and Ruby D, and she was the first artist on Def Jam, and 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 she's had big hits, and it just goes on and on. And she's been on Broadway and off Broadway, and with Lynn Winfield and um, Cheryl Lee Ralph. It goes on and on. And we invited her here because I want our listening audience to have an opportunity to connect with someone that has the talent, the staying power, the authenticity. Um, And this is the talent we just don't see that often anymore. And this is the talent we want our kids to see and our grandkids to see because she's not going to stop and she shouldn't stop because of the example she has set and because of her level of talent. Let's invite Allison Williams to the roundtable. And I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Was that Good enough? Morning. I know it's so much. I'm trying to wrap my head around it all. Oh, what can I say except it's an honor to have you? It's just well, thank a complete. Thank you so much. You know, when you hear it coming from someone else, it sounds. I got, I just got tired. I didn't even mention your daddy and it started at four it's just because you want people I got thoroughly exhausted and said my (laughs) god how's this season how's this season working for you Miss Williams 
Well, listen, you know what? You're always glad to wake up and find that you woke up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up to find and that you, you woke up. Once you get that, once you get that out of the way, then you just have that, that, that clean slate to make it even better every day. You know, you, um, you know, I want to deep dive because this is the time of the year family comes together and people are nestled in. And their their poems and with groups of people and music and so on, et cetera. And I've known you for some time now. We've reconnected, we've disconnected, reconnected because of people move and travel and so on, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What does this you know, at the time, the state we're in today, we're in an odd place. And you've been there on this transformative journey that countries and people and communities, and now we're in this space where you see people going to their separate belief systems and I like you and you don't, what does this all mean for you in music? Do you have something up your sleeve? Cause you know, you know, they always say music is the food of love. Music bring people together. What, what are, what are and your that, thoughts about that? So this? true. Um, we, we are in flux. I feel that our nation uh, is upside down and underwater and uh, yeah. it's very hard to breathe. Um, and music is a healer. Uh, music is a bomb, and so um, a, a project, the project that I've been working on, well, first of all, just being in a place where um, you find yourself as an independent artist, um, the record label system having changed, um, and the way that people uh, make music, consume music, uh, the type of music that you're hearing in the mainstream, um, it, it puts you as an artist uh, in a place of making decisions. Uh, my decision, um, what has been, or uh, what I've been trying to work towards is making music that A, makes me happy and making music that also um, reflects what my root is. Um, you, you come to a place in your career and you say, okay, this is what I've done. I'm, the, I'm, an, I'm a jazz singer at the root. I'm a jazz singer by trade. I, that is the music that uh, was play, being played in my household from the time I was child. My father was a, a band leader, trumpet player, Bobby Booker. He had a 21-piece swing band, so this was the music that I grew up listening to, whereas many of my, my colleagues and counterparts, they grew up in the church. You, you always right. hear singers saying they came up in the church. I did not. I came up on a bandstand and in a nightclub uh, listening to uh, great uh, big band music and singers. And, and um at a certain point, I got signed to a rap label, a label that would be uh, become the uh, one of the biggest um, rap labels uh, and and the core of, a, of of what we know as a hip hop culture, Def Jam. And at Def Jam, I was given an R and B record contract, and that's what I built my career on. But I've always longed to get back to my roots. Right. So now that's where we are. So I'm releasing uh, music that will reflect uh, the singers like Nancy Wilson and Carmen McRae and, 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 and that type of music, uh, music uh, reminiscent of the Great American Songbook, but new original work. Right. So hopefully I can leave with my legacy. Um, you know, you, you, you hear them talk about Ella Fitzgerald and well, she, you know, Tisket at Tasket was, you know, one of her first and, and greatest hits uh, or Sarah Vaughn and how, you know, they, they, uh, a lullaby of Birdland is hers or Billie Holiday with uh, Good Morning Heartache or Strange Fruit. I want to be able to leave something that 
uh, you know what I mean, people will look back years and years and years and years and years from now and say Alison Williams put that in place. Uh, not giving up on the R&B, of course, but I know what that is, and I, I will do more R&B. I have a, a house project. I have some gospel music to go into the world. I have a Christmas album to complete that was never done. It should have been done uh, during the Def Jam, Sony, Columbia years. So we have a lot of music to put out into the world. And the way that that's done now, it makes it convenient. It makes it um, doable on a scale that um, in the past, being signed to a label, you there were certain constraints and just certain things didn't get done or you know, you could get voted out in terms of what you might have thought was a good move for you at that time or what your fan base needs to hear from you. But I don't have to worry about things like that now. So that's you know what I going think, on on the music front. What I think is great about that is that when you talk about Ella Fitzgerald and things like that, that's that, that's that quiet space where talent like yourself and Ella, this great talent, we sort of slow down the planet, and that's when you bring this diversity into a big audience, and we realize we're sitting there, and that's a quiet time, and we can hear the words and feel the experience, and, you know, as you said, it's because we're so underwater, it's it's what gives us, it's like the air bubbles that, that lifts us out of this crazy space that we're in, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think what's when you go check out Allison, you, you need to know she dances as well as she sings. I mean, I really look at you. It's hard to sort of put my thumb on it because I've seen you do your one-woman show. I've seen you perform many, many times. You know that. And when I think about it, I was like, this. she really is our modern-day one-woman show. I mean, because you write and you're comedic. Let me just tell you, Gail, you are funny. I mean, your comedic timing, you really could do it all. I mean, when you sit down and think about producing a show, writing a show, directing or choosing something on or off Broadway, what is the balance you come up with? Is how much should I stay involved in dancing? You're a great storyteller. Um, you're a great connector. I mean, when it's all said and done, which of these artistries is your space? I mean, because I know you're not going to do it unless you love it, but... Do, do you like the dance as well as you like the singing? Do you like the directing as, and writing and producing as well as you like? I like, I, I, I am in love with the fact that I've been given a gift. Um, and, you know, when you're coming up, especially if you come up in theater or, or uh, you know, in, in the arts, as it were, you'll hear people use the term triple threat. That supposedly is someone who sings, dances, and acts. And can and, and is a, 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 a rounded uh, performer. So I'm happy to know that I have the opportunity to be able to nurture all of those spaces, and that makes me the part, the person, or the artist that I am now. Um, I don't know if it's usable. I don't know if, it, if the world cares that I do a lot of different things. Um, I know that even with my singing, there are a lot of people who sing and have an incredible gift. But my gift is in my opinion, more than the voice, it is the diversity of the voice. I I find that I'm able to sing a multitude of genres of music and sing them with authenticity. And that's important. To be able to get to to touch someone, you want, you know, when 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 you're singing praise, you want to 
relay that. When you're singing jazz, it, it should feel like jazz. When you sing R&B, it has that soul. Um, I, you know, over the years, you'll listen in any uh, decade or any era, you can listen to the music and it's a barometer. You can listen to the music and it tells you what time and what's going on at that, at that period of time. And if you listen to our music, it is a barometer to what's going on in our world right now. Um, so here's, I'm not here's saying that it's not good music. I'm just saying it's speaking into the crazy. Um, a lot it's of it doesn't crazy, mean it's yeah. not good music out there, but it is. It is. You know, I mean, when you look at what is allowable in our music, when you look at the, the subject matter of a lot of our music, when you listen to the musicality that's missing in our music, but this is this is the era for. This music. I'm sure that there was a time when somebody looked up and said, Allison Williams, where is Dinah Washington? You know what I mean? They just wanted to know. That's funny. But because you know, Dinah Washington is, you know? was my dad's was my dad's vocal coach. Dinah Washington. There would be no Dells without Dinah Washington. Dinah oh, Washington, wow. Quincy Jones, but Dinah Washington were the Dells vocal coach. Did you know that, Allison? Mm. I don't think I did. Yeah, they're they're the backup. They're the they're the backup singers on a, several of her albums. And and if it wow. wasn't for, uh, yeah, because originally Chess Records told the Dells they couldn't sing. Dinah Washington was their vocal coach for several but years. But I do know that Dinah Washington did other things um, behind the scenes, and it has inspired me. I believe she had a, um, a, 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 a what do you call it, a, a, um, a talent uh, agency. Yeah, no, she did. As a matter of fact, she was the first black woman to have her own talent agency. And uh, so to find out that she was coaching does not surprise me at all. Yeah, she brought the Dales to New York. She brought the Dales to New York. They lived in an apartment that she had, and she vocal coached them, and they were the backup singers for not only Diana Washington and Ray Charles, and that's what they did the first four or five years in New York. They were backup singers. Um, but I have wow. these cool photos. But, you know, I say that because that's so interesting you you mentioned that because my niece, as you know, is now she's at NYU. Her study is music. And just to set the stage how kind and, and talented Alice is uh, Allison host uh, uh, open mic show? I'm at the Sugar Shack here, there in New York, and my niece Sugar Bar. Was, Sugar Bar sorry, not Sugar Shack. That's <laughs> a wrong. That that's another party. Um, and my niece begged me. I flew her in. We drove over to New York, and she wanted to perform. And then she got cold feet, and then she got up on stage and froze. And let me tell you, I have a video of Allison Williams coming up on the stage and say, nope, you're going to give me more than that. I, I know you have more than that. She held her by her stomach. She told her to bellow the note. And that was the experience that that's why my niece decided to move to New York a year later and oh attend NYU. And that, that oh. did it. That experience kicked her butt, got her over stage fright. The audience, I'm going to post it on Facebook. The audience, when you can see them very like, okay, that's fine. And you can see her personality change. You can see the audience snap. And so, Allison, that's a personal thank you because I know Diamond Life is forever changed because of that experience. Wow. And so when you think of that, what advice do you have for is these new artists when you think about what's happening out there and being authentic and keeping the story and doing what you love and not quitting? 
And even if you don't have a record contract with a big label, being on the ground and making it happen because it's a gift. Well, you know, we we talked um, we've talked many times, and and um, you mentioned that your dad um, had a saying that spoke into this. If you stay in the game, and this is just my way of putting it, paraphrasing, if you stay in the game, eventually it will be your time. If you stay in the game, you will win. So you got you've got to have a stick-to-itiveness, a tenacity that that goes far and beyond. You've got to have a passion, and you stay in the game, and 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 you continue to better yourself and to hone your craft. That's the advice I give to young people who want to get this done. Everybody doesn't make it, uh, you know, to the party, let alone have a good seat at the table. But well, you know what? Possi- the, the possibilities are endless. So if you stay with it, I mean, look at me. I've been in this industry for over 30 some odd years doing what I do. And I haven't gotten to where I'm trying to go, but I've had, a, I'm, 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 I'm walked in all the places that I should walk to prepare myself to get to where I need to be. Well, you've been on a yeah, yeah, and you've been on a great path. We're gonna go to break, but when we come back, I gotta know because Maya Angelou, she uh, she mentored you, and I was in that room with Oprah and and the first lady and and so on, et cetera. When we reconnected, we I want to hear some good advice that they've given us. You got to share us a crumb, but we're gonna go to break, and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome. We have Allison Williams, who have performed and worked along Academy Award winning actors and have performed for the Royal King of Morocco. And I could just go on and on. But before we went to break, Allison and, and ladies at the table, we the question I wanted you to, you know, because we weren't there. We weren't, you know, I know that uh, Maya had a, a wonderful little nickname for you and and uh, it was the songbird, and there was a really intimate relationship there. What did it feel like? Can you give us at least one word of advice or something memorable that we can feed off on that and feed our souls, um, sort of speak? You know, every moment with Dr. Maya Angelou was um, a precious jewel. And I, and it's so funny because I look at my wife and I see you know, so many times when I laid across the bed with my chin in my, in my hands and daydreamed dreams like we all do. And to um, have lived a, or to live a life where those dreams come true and you see them come into fruition is just that, you know, testament to, you know, God being in control. And if you just have faith, you know, it will come to you. You will receive the desires of your heart. And one of my desires was to have a close relationship with Dr. Maya Angelou. I know that sounds weird. Like, how do you just pick somebody and say, I want to be close to that person? But I, I often felt that I wanted to, you know, just kind of do that thing you do with your grandma, your aunties, or your moms, if, you, if you're lucky enough to sit at their feet and, and just lay your, hand, your head on their knee or, you know, sit on the couch and fall right over into their lap. And I had a chance to do that. Um, and to have her speak positivity and tell me stories and, 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 and just it, it give me advice and to champion my, my causes and, and push me forward. Um, and, yes, she did call me her songbird, and, and she would tell me things. Um, there were always, if, if she said pass the salt, it felt like there was something really good to get out of it. You know what I mean? She just, <laughs> that was a doctor. You constantly felt like... You know, um, you always knew you were in the presence of greatness, but the beauty of it was also to see how absolutely normal this woman was. You know, where she had come from in her journey and where it had led her to. Uh, she was wickedly, wickedly, wickedly funny and, uh, and witty, um, a wordsmith, and, and like I said, very, very down-to-earth and um, full of just... All, you know, just pearls of wisdom. And she would say to me, um, never be afraid to ask for what you want. Just be prepared to pay for what you get. Uh, you know, she would, she would tell me things and, and it, would, it would stick. And, you, all, you know, it's funny, in this world of, of technology, you know, everybody's got to take a picture or take a video of everything. And that, and that just wasn't going to happen. You had to sit there and take the moment in for your own self. You know what I mean? You had to live in the moment and ask a question and get an answer and remember or write something down and look it up later. You know, it was, it, every moment was a teaching moment and a learning moment. And um, I'm so, I guess, I, I don't, I, when I think about it, um, just to know that, like I said, I sat down one day and said, gee, I hope one day I get to meet my Andrew. I hope that one day I'll be able to speak with her and, 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 and find out how that mind works. And my goodness, didn't it happen? 
my sister friend, my best friend, uh, Lydia Stuckey, was her caretaker and personal assistant for the last mm-hmm. 22 years. So, uh, you know, everywhere she went, of course, Lydia was there. And when I came to visit Lydia, um, there was a weekend when she had to actually stay at the house and I had to go with her. So um, that was a great opportunity. And, and we had hung out the night before, you know, doing what we do, eating good food and, and drinking and having a good time. But we knew we had to get up and watch uh, and go to church in the morning. And that meant uh, watching Joe Olstein. We'd watch Joe mm-hmm. Olstein and we would watch uh, Super Sundays, Oprah Super Sundays, which is something we did whether we were with her or not. We had a little circle right. and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we would call each other and, and, and talk about what the different uh, themes were and what was talked about. So we're sitting at the table one morning and watching Joel Osteen. Super Sunday comes on afterwards. And I say to her, Doctor, how is Miss Winfrey? And she said, oh, she's fine. And I said, well, when you speak with her, please give her my love and tell her. I said, hello. And she said, you could do it yourself. And I didn't understand what she said, but I didn't question it. And we continued to watch TV. So when the show went off and we were, um, we were, we were sitting there and she says to me, she said, now listen, um, after the show went on, she says, I'm going to send uh, Lydia to the store. There's a few things we have to pick up. Uh, Miss Winfrey will be joining us for lunch today. Hey, I'm and back, guys. To me. I got kicked off. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a nice surprise. Allison and I was talking about uh, Dr. Angela White. Gone. Sorry, listeners, we're having some tech difficulties today. But, yeah, that's uh, the first time that happened. Another, uh, it's probably because, of, seconds probably because of Jewel. Before we have to say goodbye. <laughs> so, sorry, Mercury and retrograde, you know that happens around here. Yeah. But, Allison, hey, Tony, can you hear me now? But, yeah, we but can thanks hear so much you. for sharing with us, Allison. It's really great to, um, to have you on. And I know the last time I saw you, which was about a year ago, you sung at my friend Gary Harris's Going Home Service. Yes. And it was very, Wasn't very Wasn't that moving. a wonderful way for everybody so to reconnect I really, really to remember, see one yeah, another? Yeah, I remember that. And it was fantastic. And you did. You added so much. Gary would have loved it. Uh, he was a music industry veteran and, um, and a music industry so lover, much. a music lover. He was a music yeah. lover. He had a love for music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We're going to close so out. Much. We're going to have a great Thanksgiving and you guys do the same. And thanks for joining us, Allison. We'll reconnect. Thank you so much. Not just talk radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.